You're listening to Playback, a Variety iHeartRadio podcast. I'm your host, Variety Awards editor Chris Tapley. We've got something a little different for you this week, something for all my fellow wrestling fans, if any of you are listening. We have WWE superstar Paige on the show today. Paige's life has been turned into a movie called Fighting With My Family, which is produced by Dwayne The Rock Johnson. It's about her dream of becoming a professional wrestler and growing up surrounded by that business with her family in England. And here's the thing, you do not have to be a big wrestling fan to like this movie. It's a pretty universal story. You'll hear us discussing this, and it translates beautifully, I think. So do see the film. It's been in release for a couple of weeks after premiering at the Sundance Film Festival in January, but uh, I did not want the opportunity to slip for me to talk to Paige. I mean, I'm just a big fanboy, so what can I say? One final note before I throw it to the conversation, this will be my last episode of Playback. After 110 episodes, I have to say it has been a pleasure to bring insights from talent in front of and behind the camera and to invite you into the process of filmmaking a little bit. I think that there will always be a place for uh, demystifying this work and digging in with artists uh, less on a level of celebrity than on one of craft. And again, I hope you've enjoyed these discussions as much as I have. And with that, let's get on with it. Here is my conversation with Paige about the new film, Fighting With My Family. Starbucks. Yeah, I had a right bacon, yeah, bacon, egg, and cheese gouda, gouda, one of my favorites to go to. Is that the go-to at Starbucks? Yeah, definitely the go yeah. I love a good Starbucks, dude. I've turned, uh, I've turned very Hollywood now. It's a little bit, oh, actually, just L.A. white girl. Oh, my God, I love Starbucks. <laughs> Where do you call home, by the way? I was going to ask. I live here. You live here? Okay. Yep. You like it? Yeah, I like it. I like when I get to be in my house, yeah. which is a very old time. Yeah. This has been a rough couple of weeks, too, with the weather. Oh, yeah. Gosh. My boyfriend was like, oh, it never rains here in L.A. And when I came here, it's literally rained nearly every week. And it's yeah. like hardcore rain, too. It's been bad. Yeah. Everything's green now, though. It is. It's nice That's and beautiful nice. now. How was TMZ? It was good. Although we were talking about uh, the wrestling, like uh, the main event of WrestleMania, mm-hmm. rather than talking about... The movie. the movie. So I was like, this is fine. I mean, we can Across talk about it. But... No, you can talk about it now. Because <laughs> I know it's going to be a mixture of both, but that was like straight, just like this right talk about WrestleMania. I'm like, yeah. but the movie though. <laughs> I hear you. Well, we're going to start with the movie. Yeah, perfect. But let's start with an introduction. We're here today with WWE superstar Paige. Thank you for coming on the show. Oh, thanks for having me. I was just saying I'm, I'm a fanboy here today, <laughs> so I'm just so stoked that you're here. Um, and she's here today to talk about a movie called Fighting With My Family, mm-hmm. which is about her life. Uh, I saw this movie almost a year ago, by the way. Really? And she showed it to me really early, yeah, and I, and oh, I loved well. it because I knew I was a fan. Yeah. So, so they were like, we want to get your take. Yeah. And I loved it. Um, I, but I had never seen the documentary. Right. There was a, previously a, sh- a shorter documentary about your life and, and your, your, your family and becoming a WWE superstar and all of that. So the first question I kind of have is, you know, it's one thing, I guess, to – be in front of tens of thousands in the ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here you are, you have a whole movie, you're, you're exposed. Right. Right. You have like a whole movie about your life. Uh, and it's very different than the documentary. That's a different story. This is like, you know, someone's playing you and all of this. So was that weird? It was, uh, it was kind of weird, but I'm used to being exposed in many senses of the word when, when it comes to, uh, you know, uh, being out there. It's, it's, 
It was very surreal to have a movie done about your life. Like, that's the thing that was strange. But having my life out there for people to see, that part isn't strange for me. Because when me and my brother were growing up, like, my family just loved being in front of a camera. So any documentary that would hit up my mom and dad, they were like, yes, we'll do it. Because they just loved it. And we're just, like, thankful that we did this documentary. Because we were old enough to say no at the time. But me and Zach were like, no, let's do it. So we did the documentary for fighting with my family and we were like, oh, this is just a small thing for England. You know, yeah. not a lot of people are going to see this. Turns out Dwayne has crazy insomnia and watched it one one week and um, fell in love with it and then made it into like, you know, the the global phenomenon right now that, that, that it is, which is very, that part is surreal too, because I never thought it would blow up yeah. the way it has. Yeah. And so many people enjoy it. And the good thing about it is, is that you don't have to be a wrestling fan to like it. Totally. Which I love. But yeah, it's, it's strange. I'm, I, I like that it opens up doors for uh, other people that aren't wrestling fans have no idea who me and my family are. They get to see just this young girl and, and her, and her struggle to get to her dreams, you know? Yeah. So, um, I love that kind of that side of things, but I'm really glad people like it. I'm like, thank God. <laughs> that would have been bad. Yeah, I know. I was like, shoot. <laughs> and Dwayne being Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, who's a producer on the film, um, has a cameo in the film, in fact. <laughs> sure does. Uh, how much time did you did you spend much time on set? Were you there at all? Actually, a lot? What? I wasn't actually there at all. So like no? when they were filming, it was mostly in England. And so um, I couldn't travel because I just had my neck surgery. So like I, I couldn't go anywhere. But... Uh, Florence would would text me every other day. Like she was she, she was so wonderful like that. She was very mm-hmm. hands on. She become like a really good friend of mine. But we only met each other like about a month ago. Like it was really yeah. It was like literally like uh, we 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 just say that we parent trap the crap out of people now because we're just like <laughs> it's like we like you're you're split up with your twin for so long and then you get brought back together. It's just like you were never apart at all and like you already know each other so well. It's yeah, like, it's very very strange, but. This is Florence Pugh, the, the actress playing you. So yes. was there like any Skype conversations or something like that? So or? she would uh, FaceTime me. Yeah. And she would like, well, FaceTime, it's like WhatsApp video me right. and uh, send me voice messages on there and text and stuff. So we had a lot of communication to the point where it's becoming an issue. You know, we, we <laughs> fell in love with each other, actually. Yeah. What, uh, you know... It, it, an element I'm curious about is, is it weird when you're watching the movie? I mean, are you nitpicky at all? Is it like, eh, am I like that? I don't think I, I I don't think I had the right to be nitpicky. You're like, I just had a biopic done on my, on mine and my family's lives. And it's from Dwayne, the rock Johnson and Stephen Merchant, who's a writer and director. So I'm just like, yeah, I'm probably not going to have any issues when it comes to this. I'm like, I love the movie. It's great. Thank you. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you, you know, as you say, it's it's not the kind of thing you have to be like a big wrestling fan to come into it. It's, it, yeah. it, it works on a universal level. You know, something, a touchstone for me when I was watching it kind of had like a School of Rock vibe, which is one right. of my favorite movies. It's, I love that movie too. Yeah, yeah. So just why do you think it is that your story uh, can kind of translate? Yeah, I just way. think it resonates with a lot of people, honestly, when it comes and, and it just is a very relatable story because everyone in their life has felt like an underdog sometimes or felt insecure at, or, you know, have some people come from humble beginnings and have just been chasing this dream, you know. And it also resonates because of my brother Zach's story mm-hmm. where, like, he's successful in a way where, uh, you, you know, your, your success shouldn't be measured about how many Instagram followers you have or, or how famous you are or how many TV cameras pointed at your face. It's He's successful in a way where he had a dream of teaching disabled children how to wrestle, and he did that, mm-hmm. and he's doing that, and he wanted a family, and now he's married and has his two two babies. You know, he owns part of my dad's company, whether he likes it or not. You know, my dad pretty <laughs> much forced him into it. <laughs> Which dad is always like, if you want shares in the company, let us know. So you know, my dad right. told me to offer you that just in case <laughs> you want to be part of WAW in England. And Zach's here, by the way. Mm-hmm. 
Zaggy boy. <laughs> Whole crew's here, by the way. One of the yeah. biggest posses we've ever had for a podcast. It was like an accidental, an accidental thing. <laughs> and we, we just went. We just did some uh, on on screen media today. So you have to have the you know the glam squad. Absolutely, with you. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about. Did you go to Sundance? With I did. The movie? What was that like for you? That experience. That was wild. I mean, this is too. when everyone finally gets a look at it, right? So it's... well, yeah. So it was the first time watching it with a crowd. Mm-hmm. And that was the crazy part because I watched it the first time with Steven and I cried my eyes out to the point where I couldn't, I can barely like really watch it because I was just crying so much. And then the second time I just watched with my boyfriend in my house and I could sit back and watch it. There was no one around. And then Sundance, you're like, there's hundreds of people surrounding you. You have Dwayne behind you and Steven and like all the, all the cast, you know, and I'm sitting right next to Florence as well. Mm-hmm. And she's like looking up at me and every two seconds she's like sinking lower and lower into a chair because she's like, I hope I'm doing good. Cause she said, <laughs> She's not used to like betraying someone who isn't dead. So she was like, so now I'm actually sitting right next to you watching the damn thing. And she was like, it's just very strange feeling. And But I loved it. It was an amazing experience. Like I heard of Sundance before and obviously never got to be a part of it because I was just too busy doing the wrestling side of things. Yeah. So um, I'm so fortunate. I'm so happy that I got to be a part of it this time. And also it's like the movie's over. You're walking around town. I'm sure yeah. you're being recognized. Yeah, there was the like paparazzi yeah, and yeah. stuff. I was just like, I'm not used to this madness. Like, you know, they're just yeah. like uh, taking pictures, like every two steps that you would go in, you know. Yeah. But and the streets were always busy too. And it was impossible to try and go into like restaurants. It was just like the, the town was taken over. But it was a beautiful town. It reminded me of like Whoville or something from the Grinch. <laughs> totally. I was like, I love this place. It does feel like something out of Dr. Seuss. Yeah. <laughs> like you expect there to be like a big curved mountain in the background. Yeah, exactly. Like the that. house is made of gingerbread. Yeah, and everything. yeah. yeah. Uh, Stephen Merchant, you mentioned, the, yeah. the writer and director. Were you uh, heavily involved in like his screenwriting process here? Uh, yeah, so when it comes to it, like he would uh, sit down and he he was very hands-on when it comes to the script. So he would constantly ask me every, every other day too, or he would come visit me and be like, okay, well, how are you feeling at this point? Or what was said at this point? And who was it? Who was around you? At this, you know, he, he wanted to know like even the tiniest of details. So I helped him with like that. But when it came to the actual script, like that was him. And um, I always like to tell this story because he talks about my my parents right and everyone thinks when it comes to my parents like they're so exaggerated in the movie or they're not really like that no they're exactly like they are in the movie like they're back i don't know I was like, Say it. they're batshit crazy dude like they're nuts uh, in the most wonderful way though mm-hmm. and he said that all he had to do was pretty much follow him around with a notepad and just write down anything that came out of their mouths and then the script pretty much wrote itself when it came to them yeah you know they were just like my family's just crazy so <laughs> like yeah. like it's not exaggerated in any way which is so great how about back home? Uh, people see it, have, have they seen it back home? Has it made an impact yet back home? Like Yeah, so that comes out actually in England March 1st, but they've had screenings yeah. and, and whatnot, or they're going to be doing screenings. And then my uh, dad's seen it a couple of times already, and he's uh, he's very happy with the, with the outcome when it came to Nick Frost because he was not wanting Nick Frost at first. <laughs> really? He wanted Ray Winston. Because I remember telling oh, him the story. Yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> he was like, if there is a movie, I want Ray Winston. <laughs> and I was like, Dad, we're having Nick Frost. And he was just like, well, who the hell is that? And I'm like, Oh no, he's a great actor. I was like, me and, my, me and Zach have always been like big fans of Nick. Like when it came to like Short of the Dead and Hot Fuzz, he's just such a funny. He's yeah. like his comedic timing and everything is like so great. And so we're trying to explain it to my dad, and my dad's so old school. Like he loves Zulu, he loves Laurel and Hardy, he likes all that <laughs> kind of stuff. So, but when he saw him, he was like, yeah, yeah, she did pretty good, didn't he? Like he was very like. I was like, okay, if that's the only compliment he's going to get, great, Dad. <laughs> it's, I asked that because, you know, it's it's also a movie about that community back home as well. Mm-hmm. Not just, you know, the family, but just that area and, and, and just that world of, you know, the amateur wrestling circuit there. So 
it, se- it seems to have done them proud. I mean, yeah. what, what would you say? Oh, yeah, they, they love it. And they're so yeah. proud. And da- my dad is definitely um, taking advantage of the fact that <laughs> it's uh, getting popular. Because now he's like, all right, now we can do more shows. We're doing a big show. He's actually doing one of his biggest shows. I think it's June second yeah june 2nd so my brothers tell me and it's like at the norsey football club in norwich and it's like his biggest show the biggest show he's, he's ever done because he's just like no this movie's gonna pack it out guaranteed you know but, absolutely yeah spin this thing forward oh man. absolutely you know my dad as, as you see in the movie just he's yeah. a money maker that's what <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> uh so i want to transition talk a little bit about some wrestling yeah, stuff if we could yeah um, absolutely the first thing i want to ask uh regarding your retirement from yep. in ring is that is there some hope there at all that that we can see you back in the ring? Is this a I Daniel wish. Bryan thing or not? No, it's really? so me. Me and Daniel Bryan. It's more like such, edge, right? do, Yeah. So like the spinal stenosis thing. Yeah. So it's it's just an impossibility if I get back in the ring. If I want to get back in the ring, it'd be like twenty five years time. You know, it's like a very long process to even get back in the ring again, which is disappointing. But at the same time, like I can't change it. Yeah. So I can either dwell on it and be upset all the time and like try and go to rock bottom again, like no pun intended, rock, yeah. rock bottom. Right. But um, or or I can just be positive and try and uh, move on when it comes to uh, not wrestling anymore. Yeah. Well, has that I don't not to play Barbara Walters, but has that made this more difficult for you? Because this whole project started before yeah, you know I got things hurt. happened there. So yeah, of course, because I, I look at the movie and it's just like this is so. I'm looking at this girl and my story and seeing me chasing this dream and then becoming Divas Champion and like uh, and then all of a sudden a revolution is starting and it's just very surreal because then I'm just like. Well, damn! Now I'm not doing that anymore. Like, if, if people see the the sequel, I mean, I'd be pretty <laughs> interested in the sequel. I'll tell you that. But um, yeah, it was, if, if there was one, they'd see that I, I didn't fail. Like, I just felt like I failed. But uh, it, it can't help. Well, it's been, my health. You've been doing this for 10, 10 years at least, right? Uh, th- thirteen. Thirteen years. years. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a long time for, yeah. for anyone. You just happen to be at a young age and started really young. Yeah, I blame my brother for that. He yeah, got well, me in the ring early. It's it's it was a hell of a, a run, and I hope that you can get back in the ring at some point. Thank I you. mean, you know, th- that would be the hell of a sequel. You know, the, the comeback moment. Yeah, can you imagine? I always I always visualize like me walking out like Royal Rumble or something, or in a WrestleMania, yeah. and I can wrestle again. But it's just like there's no way I can hear do that, that harpy shriek. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. by the way, I was actually at the Raw where they filmed the match. Oh, really? Uh, I happened to, to yeah. go to Raw that, that night at Staples Center and The Rock's music came up and everybody's like, what? <laughs> we knew we weren't on the air yet, but we were just like, what's this? And he comes out and says, we're going to be filming these scenes. Right. Where, uh, well, Stephen actually was t- tells that story because he was just like, they're only allowed an hour afterwards, after Raw. And so, like, Dwayne had to go out and warn the crowd and then warm them up a little bit because you know how, yeah. like, our wrestling fans can be, they're just like, okay, yeah. like, we don't know if we're going to like this or yeah, not. Exactly. It just depends, you know. And so he went up and warmed him up and did his thing. And, and Steven said that he was probably the only person in the world that was telling The Rock to get out of the ring. Because he was just like, you just spent 20 <laughs> minutes and they've only got 40 minutes to film this scene. But how did it go? I, fe- I felt like everyone thought it was a little it bit strange awesome. in some places. No, it, was, it, was, it was like, you know, it's a set, it's an industry town. So I guess yeah. I think mo- for the most part we, they understood what was going on. Because they would come yeah. in and then they'd pause. And then who was playing... Uh, who was playing you like as the stunt double? Tessa Blancard. Tessa, okay, yeah. yeah. So she came in, and and so you know th- that was kind of awkward for people, maybe, but I think they understood what was going on. Yeah, I just she, I, I just remember Florence just told me she was like, uh, I walk out, and obviously people haven't seen you in a long time, so then they hear your music, and they're yeah. obviously very confused. And then I'm walking out, and they're even more confused. <laughs> and then she was like, I just she goes, I remember just laying down on the mat when I'm getting like pinned uh, from uh, Zelina, Shannon B. A. J. Yeah. 
and she looks over and this little kid's just screaming at you suck and she's just like this is wrestling I go, <laughs> she was like this is it was just a wild experience for her <laughs> It was awesome. Yeah. He, he had prepped us for that, and he almost got okay. CM Punk on the phone. You know, about I that, know. Right? <laughs> oh my gosh! If everyone was having a heart attack, if that had happened. That yeah, been <laughs> typical Dwayne. Amazing. <laughs> um, what did you think of the Elimination Chamber match this last weekend with uh, the tag team titles? It, it was good. I only got to see clips of it because we were so busy doing media and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But I'm so happy that Bailey and Sasha become the tag team champs. And mm-hmm. I'm so proud of Sonia and Mandy because, you know, they, they haven't had the biggest chance to shine, you know. Um, Those were your girls. They're my girls. Yeah. Like, I have to be, like, a little bit biased, but I thought they were they just did incredible, especially because they probably have the least experience out of everyone that's in the ring, mm-hmm. uh, in the ring with them at that time. And I just thought they, they just held their own, which I was, I was yeah. so proud of them about. Uh, where do you think... You know, is it mission accomplished when it comes to the women's revolution in wrestling, or is there still room for improvement? What do you think? No, I think the girls are killing it. I really do think the girls are killing it, and I think it it can just keep going. I mean, they're still on the show. I believe every Raw and SmackDown, like mm-hmm. you tune into watch the females at this point, and especially Becky. I mean, she is incredible she's and I've, awesome. yeah i've known her since i was like 12 years old and this of and she's really had a spark you know lit under her butt and she's just doing so amazing she's doing amazing things and i hope that you know it that that becomes a main event whether it be her and ronda or the triple threat because i feel like the triple threat would do well too you know yeah well i was going to ask you about that do you think it should be a triple threat or do you think it- i think i think it, it can be the singles but like i love the story and the dynamic of where they're going with charlotte and becky and 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 Ronda, because then you're like, well, where the hell is it going to go at this point? Like, mm-hmm. it, it could be anyone that wins this match, you know what I mean? So uh, I just love it. And I love what they're doing with Charlotte being like, you know, Vince's kind of princess kind yeah. of thing who gets anything she wants when mm-hmm. it comes to things. Then you have Becky, who's like the stone cold, but more she's like obviously did her twist to it, you know, who, yeah. who's like against like all authority and does her own thing. And then obviously you got Ronda, who's the champ. So it's just like a great dynamic of the three. When Becky got her face blown up, that was like oh. such an instantly I, iconic moment. Oh I so right. iconic, dude. Oh and God. I was like, I was weirdly happy for her because I just feel like that elevated her even more because she just continued and she was such a badass about it. And she ignored the fact that her face was like blown off. Her, you know, <laughs> yeah. she was like, this is cool. I and think then, she wasn't all there for a while. Like, yeah, no, I feel just, like, yeah, yeah, I think she had like a little bit of a concussion. Yeah. Obviously you would. Yeah. But then I remember Nia Jackson, she's my really good friend and she was so upset and she felt so bad. But Becky was fine. She was like good with Nia. She was like, mm-hmm. it's all good. Like accidents happen, you know. Mm-hmm. But obviously, she goes that the internet were just so mad at her. And like Naya, yeah. uh, whether you can see it or not, she can be very sensitive and insecure when it comes to certain stuff. And I was like, hey, if Becky's not mad at it and the bosses aren't mad about it and everyone's fine, Becky's fine, like it's it's okay if the internet's mad at you. You're going to be a heel anyway. Take advantage of that heel. Exactly. I was like, people hate you now. That's even that's perfect for where you're going with your character, you Absolutely. know? So, so now she like embraces it and I love it. I'm so proud of it. Do you, are you able to watch? Do you like, do you, is it? Difficult to watch when you're not a part of it. No, it's not or difficult to watch because obviously that's can you what, watch as a fan? You know? Yeah, I can watch as a fan too. Like whenever I get the opportunity, I, I try and watch as much as I can. But again, like these past couple of weeks, it's been really hard for me to watch because it's just been going in and out of everywhere, different media outlets, which is yeah. great. It's amazing, but I do miss watching uh, as much WWE as I can. Yeah, I don't know if I haven't even been going to work too. I haven't even like actually gone to TV <laughs> in so long. Yeah. Do you want to uh, still be a part of the program? Like, you know, you were a great general manager on SmackDown. Thanks. I thought that was awesome. Uh, yeah. Do you still want to be a part of the creative element there? Yeah, whether it be, like, behind the scenes or in front of it. Like, I'm always going to be a part of WWE somehow. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to be, like, you know, uh, spreading out a little bit 
like outside the WWE from here on out too. But I just want to be with them as much as possible because they are my family. You know, yeah. I grew up there pretty much. And they've been, they take such good care of me there. They really did, mm. um, especially, you know, uh, when, when I was at my lowest, they mm. were wonderful to me. So, What do you want to do? So you want to spread out and do other things? Yeah, it? so, like, I just... You know, because, like, I, I can't do the wrestling side of things anymore. And, like, now I'm like, okay, I have to start building a, a, a brand around the, around the fact that, you know, I need to start doing something else. So I had backup plans. So I wanted to start makeup, and I did that. Uh, the Thread Store, if anyone wants to see it, dot oh. com. And then uh, the clothing line that I absolutely loved. And then we're going to be doing more with that. And then I just want to go more into, like, acting and stuff. And I really want, because there's always something that goes on in my life. And it always ends up on the internet somehow. Like, I'm always on the internet <laughs> doing something. And I just feel like it's perfect. Might as well have a reality show so it doesn't go on the internet first, you know. So I just feel like having my own show would be such a good thing for people to watch because yeah. honestly every day of my life is batshit crazy <laughs> yeah are you taking meetings and stuff while you're out here is that kind of does stuff seem to be coming together I mean, yeah yeah it's, it's it's i'm yeah we're doing some really cool things out here right now but nothing's ever set in stone so you just want to like yeah. you don't want to talk up too much <laughs> sure of course you're learning well yeah <laughs> um and then just you know as you say you've been doing a lot of stuff with the media with this the last couple of months and it's very different than you know media that you would do for for the wwe so like what has this sort of marathon been like? Have you like, because you're basically recounting your life as mm-hmm. you're telling in these interviews. Every so I don't know if like something bubbles up that, that that you didn't really consider about your life or anything like that. Has anything been revelatory about the experience? It's just that I, I it's watching my life is is the the part that really that blows my mind because obviously I know the story. I was a part of the story, but I wasn't like sitting back and like watching myself throughout this whole thing. So then I forget exactly what I've done in my life especially leading up to the WWE. So, like, when I watch that back and I watch my family's life back, it's, like, so weird. I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, I actually did that. That's so cool. Like, that's so great. And, like, I won the Divas Championship on my first day. That's so great. And, like, I managed to get to WWE with the help from my brother. He's here right now. Just, you know, put my movies right here. Um, but, yeah, so uh, it's, it's just it's crazy. And then I keep forgetting it's my story, too, because Florence did such a good job. Honestly, she did a really wonderful job. That I forget it's my story, so I'm watching. It. I'm like, well, did she make it? Did her brother make it? Like, what the hell, you know? And then I'm like, oh, duh, it's my story. So, did that moment with the Rock really happen, or was that? So no. So the ninety-five percent <laughs> of the story is very true to story. Yeah. Like, there's obviously some things they need to like sure. uh, Hollywood up a little bit. And that part with are you talking about when Dwayne's yelling at us backstage? Yeah, yeah, when he does the promo. No, but we, me and my brother, wish my brother had, <laughs> haven't actually like met him yet. So we were doing a screening there, like. A couple of days ago in a movie theater, and Dwayne decided to FaceTime in mm-hmm. to the screening, and that's the first time that Zach saw him. So Kevin Misher, who's one of the producers, whips the phone out and puts it to Zach, and all Zach said was, holy shit, like that in front of all these people, all these kids and stuff, but he was like, so excited at the fact that, oh my gosh, like I just met Dwayne like via FaceTime. This is wonderful. It was really that's cute. Hilarious. My brother's face was really cute. That's an awesome moment in the movie. It's gotten, they've gotten a lot of uh, legwork out of that from the in the trailers. Yeah, so. exactly. But, uh, yeah, it just seemed like something that might have happened. You know? Yeah, he, seemed, he no, seems like he's always on in that way. Like he can. No, he yeah, he can just whip that out whenever. Yeah. I mean, I've seen him do it before. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah he's. I, I wish he did because Zach was like, I wouldn't have washed my face <laughs> up until this point. That guy, by the way, has got to have the busiest schedule. Oh my gosh! I yeah, mean, he's like the busiest man alive. I feel like. I don't know of anyone nearly that busy, and he's built such a brand uh, out of himself. I mean, is that is that something you aspire to? Yeah, so, like, I, I definitely, uh, I look up to Dwayne. 
in a big way because obviously he's done the transition really well and uh that's something that i definitely want to be like you know i, I want to be more like more like him and he's so good at talking to media too and i'm always putting my foot in it somehow so i'm constantly texting <laughs> being like well what do i do now like people are being mean to me because i said because sometimes the media outlets though so only like one or two of them can like spin some of the words that you're sure. upset and i'm like it happened just yesterday and i'm like i didn't say that <laughs> like what and i was asking him like what do i do and he's so he has such great advice and he's so wonderful he's just like it's okay everything's gonna be fine you know like yeah. if people like if people understand what you were trying to say you know yeah so he's he's been so wonderful when it comes to stuff like that his social media presence is significant too i mean he's, oh, yeah. he's putting himself out there unfiltered here's what i have to right. say you know that I guess that helps yeah. to, to have that element as well. Yeah, and he helps with that kind of stuff too, mm-hmm. like when it comes to social media and, and just being a more relatable person for people to, you know, really well, start getting more fascinated with you. Yeah, and he's got yeah. the production company that's just like, again, that guy yeah, is genius. exhausting to watch. He's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Had Kevin Hart on here and we were talking about the same thing, just like, that's so how cool. does he even... Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're a fast talker, so... I've gotten through most of my questions. Oh, really? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I am a fast talker. You're a very fast talker. Yeah. What are you looking forward to uh, just in the world of wrestling going forward, like this year? What what are you looking forward to? I just – I'm looking forward to just – Obviously, I'm going to be biased towards women. I just look forward yeah. to like where, where they're heading and, and hoping that they do main event WrestleMania. Because I, I think they were talking about how they're going to do a double main event. You know, with Whatever goes last is the main event, right? Exactly. That's what, I, that's that's what I always say. It's like, it's not a double main event. And I was like, let the women do it. Give them that chance to shine, you know? Because, you know, like, I mean, they're already shining. I'm so proud of them. They do killer matches, uh, uh, especially when they're on that big stage. I mean, yeah. sure, I remember, I don't remember which WrestleMania it was, but the big the first time Charlotte did the big moonsault off the oh, yeah. to the to the apron below and stuff and it's just like they they crush it and they can absolutely be the headliner and I think they've got a great story going with Becky yeah. and everything. Oh, so. absolutely. I'm actually a really like I mean Nara again is one of my really good friends too. But I feel like anytime there's a pay-per-view she like really brings it. Like the Royal Rumble <gasps> I got goosebumps. So yeah. I was like, you're in the ring with Bray Mysterio, Randy Orton, uh, I think Dolph Ziggler. And uh, there was one other person I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember, but she like killed it. And I was like, the fact that you got 619 by Bray Mysterio, right? And then RKO'd, <laughs> I was like, I'm so jealous yeah, yeah, of you. She, yeah, she took all the finishers there. It I, was kind of awesome. Yeah, she was so <laughs> excited. And she just touched down in LA because uh, we have our premiere t- uh, tomorrow. Like this is, I don't know if this is going to be aired then. It'll be later. It'll be later. But, yeah, she's here for the premiere, which already happened, apparently. <laughs> um, <laughs> Looking so, forward to that, walking the red carpet, doing that whole deal? Yeah, yeah. Like, we have the Bellas coming along and stuff. Oh, and nice. they're just, like, my really good friends. So I'm so excited for them to see the movie. They haven't seen it yet. Like, Triple H, Steph, any of them going to show up? Uh, I don't know because, you know, their schedules are also very yeah, busy. Sure. So And then... Um, like Stephanie just has like this massive She Is campaign and stuff, so she's yeah. running around doing that. And then Hunter obviously has NXT and all that kind of stuff. Well, the movie's great for them. Obviously. I know, I yeah. Mean, it's, just... it's, it's such a like it's an ambassador for the brand in so many ways, right? Uh, you know. the, and the movie is just done so well. Like it's already on ninety three percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and mm-hmm. like we never thought it was gonna like. Well, I I never thought that people were gonna like my story so much because it's my story. So I'm like, no, people aren't gonna like me. Like I'm very like. <laughs> I'm like the movie where I'm like insecure about it. And I'm like, nah, nah, they weren't like it. They, you know, they're going to hate my story. But people really liked it because Steven and um, Dwayne just, like the way they put the movie together and like the writing and everything, they're just like geniuses. They're, nice. ma- they're master, like they just create this masterpiece and it was just incredible. 
it's hugely relatable. I mean, yeah. that's, that's the key. And so I think everyone should please go see the movie. Yes, uh, by please. the time this airs, it's out near you. You should go check it out, Fighting With My Family. Yeah. It's about Paige. And if you're not into wrestling, hit me up. Uh, I'll yeah. get you into it. <laughs> yeah. I've been a fan since I was a kid. Oh, yeah, and you. I'm a big fan of yours again. So thank you for coming on. So I really appreciate it, Paige. Yeah, thank you.